As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Hey, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Friday Dates with the Wife. In these episodes, my wife and I offer an entrepreneurial couple's perspective on living a more fulfilling and meaningful life. We share our little humble opinions and hopefully make you laugh as we navigate the ups and downs of being entrepreneurs and parents. And speaking of fulfillment, if you want to hire me as your coach, head over to robshowcoach.com, fill out an application, and we'll jump on the call to see if we are a good fit to help you create and design your dream life and business. That's robshowcoach.com. Before we get into today's Friday episode, our next Work Hard, Play Hard Mastermind event will be in Dubai and Abu Dhabi for the F1 race on November 16th to the 19th. These trips are designed to get you out of your day-to-day around some amazing entrepreneurs and provide bucket list experiences that will have you coming home re-energized to grow your business and bring your life to a whole new level. Head over to workhardplayhardexperience.com and fill out an application. Okay, let's jump into today's episode. Kimberly Cappuccino Murgatroyd, how are you this morning? You are like I thought you'd be more creative with a little uh, a little hiatus, but that was pretty much what I was holding. You so. know what I was going to do? I was going to go for the um, the Kimberly Happy New Year Murgatroyd, but that's so obvious. But it's obvious number one and number two. I never really know when these things launch, so I get messages from people. And you're, they're like, it's March. Well, no, they're like, hey, I just listened to your podcast, you know, on uh, on such and such. And I'm like, oh God, when, when did we record that? Yeah. I don't even like, you know, I don't even know. Are you pulling back the curtain right now and sharing all of our dirty details? Do you think that the people listening to the show think that we actually do this on Friday night? And then it launches immediately. When we're out on the date. Do you think that that happens, honey? Yes. Listen, but this is not the reason why we're here today. The reason why we're here today is we're, we're gathered to talk about um, your level of judgment that you have. <laughs> 
for lots of people and lots of things. And I think finally- And get, how it's affecting my life. Yeah. And I think finally getting the cat out of the bag, um, people see you and you're all cute. Can and, I just you ask know. a quick question? Mm-hmm. Why is it always a quick question and never actually is a quick question? Well, with you, nothing is quick, but that's it will accept that's, that's not, not true. That's not true. That's not true. <laughs> I'm, up to, I'm up to seven and a half minutes now, but continue. Minutes? Okay. All right. Honey, do they need this? I thought, I thought it was seconds. Can you imagine how disgusting that is to have to on listen Monday to that? Morning, at, on Monday morning, 8 a.m. On the train. Mill. So, okay. And you know how many, you know how many people are going, I knew it. I knew that guy wouldn't last more than seven seconds. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was going to say, why is a cat in a bag? But that doesn't really matter. So what are we talking about today? We're talking about judgment and we're talking about how if you're a person, let's call him Judgy John. If you're a Judgy John or Judgy Jane, how that not only affects your life, but what are you doing to yourself, right? right let's just get real here for a second. Right. So this is what- Should we cut, just call it Judgy Rob? No, this is what, what Kim is trying to do is she's trying to delicately bounce around the fact that I was called out as being a judgmental fuck. So let me, <laughs> let me, let me give you some context. I hired, um, I hired a coach and I believe that if you are a coach, you should have a coach. So I put my money where my mouth is and I hired one and he's a good one. And as no, a res- he's a good man. He's a good man. And Get it? as a, that's good. And as uh, as a result of um, doing some pre work for um, what is about to begin our year of coaching together in about a week, we have been going back and forth by email to uh, to work out a few of the um, some Get of the baseline. Let, let's call it baseline. It's a good. Way. Get a baseline. And. We, um, he sent me back a really long email in response to a few questions I had and baked within that email towards the end of the email was something that made me want to punch him right square in uh, in his (laughs) left ear. I don't know why it was his ear, but I wanted to punch him in his ear. And, um, he- Can you actually open the email and hand it to me? He said something, you have to dig through it. Okay. Um, he said something that really, uh, struck me and it was- Around uh, Kim will get the exact verbiage, um, and we all hear things differently. But it was it was mostly around the languaging that I'm using towards other people is a bit judgmental, and when you are judgmental towards other people, really what you are is judgmental towards yourself. And I, I always know that when something really pisses me off that there's a hint of truth to it. You know, if somebody said to me, you're a purple, you know, unicorn, I'd laugh because I know I'm not a purple unicorn, right? But if somebody says, I think you're kind of judgmental, which is, you know. Okay, but that's not what he said. No, 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 no. I I, I framed it that way exactly. And I said that that's my interpretation of it. So in the end of this email, he said, I also want to challenge you on something. Work on being less judgmental of yourself. Keep going. Keep going. It's showing up in your language of other people, Mm -hmm. things first, Mm -hmm. which usually shows us it's definitely happening within yourself as well, whether consciously or uh, subconsciously. All right, so there's a sandwich there, right? Because he's a good coach, he sandwiched it. And he said, <laughs> you're you're judging other people, which means you, I'm sorry. No, you're yeah, judging yourself. See, see? No, 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 no. It's ringing gonna, so true no, no, no. of your judgy McJudgment okay. that it's- All right. let, me, let me give you the, let me give you- give You're me, literally give me, twisting give me, his words. Give me 30 seconds without interrupting me. Um, I don't think that's possible. 
I want you, I want you to show you sandwich. This is the top of the sandwich. Work on being less judgmental of yourself. That's the top. Uh-huh. Let me give you the meat of the sandwich. The bologna. It's showing up in your language of other people first. Let me show you the bottom of the Other people and things. Other people and things first. Okay. Let me give you the bottom of the sandwich, which is definitely happening within yourself as well. So he couched it in myself being judgmental with myself, but the meat of the sandwich is you're judging other people. So you can't, you can't ignore that he didn't no, say that. No, he no, did, no, no, he, no. I he, agree. He, he did say that. I Look, agree. But- it's my judgment. Let me respond to my fucking judgment. <laughs> Jesus Christ. No, the, my point is that when you read that, what you pulled from it was you are not, you didn't pull from it that you are being critical and judgmental of yourself. You pulled from it only that you are being, that's, well, no, initially when you and I had this conversation before we talked it through, you, your initial thing was he's he's saying I'm judgmental, and we had to kind of unpack that. And so one observation that I made is that for me, Rob is a curator. He is a curator of trips. He's a curator of experiences. He curates a group and he puts them together into an experience. He curates everything, and so. Curate is a really beautiful, kind, and soft word for judgment. (laughs) And so curation and judgment are two sides of the same coin. Right. Like if you're curating a hotel, you're judging, you're judging a hotel's quality. And so sometimes you have the like this goes back to even things like Strength Finder, right? Like you go back to something like Strength Finder and you have a strength like strategy. Well, there's a positive side of that coin and a negative side of that coin. And I feel like for you, the positive side of judgment is curation and how great you are at it. And the negative side is judgment. And so we got into a really great conversation yesterday on judgment, unpacking what that meant for Rob as far as judging other people or things. And um, when, you know, look, at the end of the day, everybody is another word, thin slicing, right? Everyone has a blink. Everybody has a judgment on the people that come into their life and um, whether or not they they can see this vibe working out and being friends. And so whether it's a person or it's a a thing or a book or whatever, we all make judgments all the time, not necessarily like a negative, horrible judgment that you should be judging yourself about your judgment while wow, there's a lot of judging going on. I think we have to make judgments, judgment calls, right? People's like, it was a judgment call. You have to curate your friendships and you have to curate like, who are the people you want in your life, in your lifeboat? Who are the um, people you want to do business with? Like you have to make judgments along the way. But I think what he was pointing out is an increase in judgments on things that are not actually going to serve you in any way. And that they're just more judgments to judge. Is that, was that a lot of judgments? It was a lot of judgment. I think, I I think, yes, I, I think you're right that there's a curation piece, but I think, I think beyond that there's, you know, if, if I'm, if I'm being real about this whole thing, there's definitely an increase in judginess in my life. And I don't have, 
I wish I can wrap this in a bow. And, you know, like I've said before in the podcast, we usually talk about two things. One, we know what we're talking about. And the other one, we're working out live. This falls into the category of working it out live. I'm, I'm trying to figure out the source and I may never get to it. And it may not be, it, it may not be that uh, important to do for, for the moment, you know, some people believe that, you know, sitting on a therapist's couch for years is an effective way because eventually you'll get to the source of it. I'm not exactly in that camp where I feel like, you know, I need a deep analysis of the source of issues um, to get to the quote root of it. Um, I've never sort of operated that, that way in my life. That said, I do, I do think that it serves a purpose to sort of, you know, sort through some of that. But with that preamble, there's a few things that are in, that are in my mind that I feel like could be the reason why I'm increasing my judginess. And I'm not exactly sure how to put this into words yet. And, uh, and I think that I'm probably, I think that I'm probably there are breadcrumbs right now to a path, but I'm very, very unclear about what that path is. And intuitively, what's coming up for me is since I've made the move here to Italy, it's a very strange thing. And it's it's almost like people think or my friends think that I'm gone. And like you I, moved to Jupiter. Like I moved to another planet. And, um, and, and in fairness, I put myself in their shoes and I thought, okay, if I'm friends with somebody here now and they move to Germany, even though it's just Germany, which is, happens to be like, you know, an hour or so flight away, it, there's something about the, they're no longer here and they're gone thing. And I'm not exactly sure what that is. And it, it is, uh, you know, Kim, Kim, Kim mentioned something to me the other day. She goes, you know, it'd be interesting, not specifically about me, but more just a metaphorical <clears throat> or just more a, a topical conversation. It'd be very interesting when you die, right? People just move on. So you could see what happens when, you know, you move out of the country. People, people just, you know, they move on with their life. You know, you think you're this, you know, integral part of somebody's life and perhaps you are at the time, but they quickly move, move on and, and, and they should. Like, I, I don't want anybody, you know, mourning the loss of, you know, us leaving, but it is quite, it's the first time in my life where, you know, I spent um, so much of my life building deep, meaningful connections and relationships with people. And none of those, none of those relationships are gone. I'm not, I'm not saying that they're gone. I could pick up the phone and call any of them and they would all take my call and we would all connect. But to say that it is the same, it, it isn't. It isn't. And I understand it. Our day-to-days are very different. I no longer can say to somebody, hey, let, let's go out to dinner on Friday night. Um, 6,000 miles away, that's not going to happen, you know, or let's get together for the summer. I don't even know if I'm coming back to America for the summer. So is the judgment that you're having more of a protection then, or what, like, how is that relating to the judgment of yourself or others? I was getting there. So for, I wanted to, I wanted to give context because it's, it's screwy. And I wanted to give enough context that you understand the second part of this. The second part of this is there is an increase in my life 
of being more judgmental. Now let's take this conversation just beyond my friends because I'm not judging every single one of my friends. I don't want to give that impression. But there is a more overall judgment of lots of different things. I find myself judgy about COVID. I'm judgy about people are how people are handling their way through it. Um, I'm judgy about the the comparison of what I have here. Like when you step into this sort of like European lifestyle, there are parts of the lifestyle that just you are so absorbed in that feels so right. And when you see contrasting images of, you know, I don't know, look, look at this new, a lot of material things, right? Look at this new car I got, or look at, look at this new thing. And I find myself looking, going like, but where is, where are you living? Like, like you're, you're, you're showing me this flash that you're buying. Good for you. I'm so glad that you have it, but where is the lifestyle part? So there's lots of contrasting yeah. things that I'm having living here that I'm finding myself judging. And, and by the way, in no way am I proud of this. This is a this is a personality flaw that I am trying to work through. Well, it's interesting because I think think about this. For 55 years, you've lived in the US. And when you move to a different location, like I remember when I moved to the south from the north, I judged everything about the south. I was like, "Oh my god, like these people are so slow. Like pace of life is so slow. The, the everything is fried. Like I went I remember being in the south and just commenting on everything comparatively to the north. And I remember one day someone went if you like the north so much why don't you go back? Mm. And I was like holy shit. I'm being really judgmental about the south and I remember Feeling those, I, I mean, look, I wasn't, I was stating fact. I wasn't wrong, but I was being highly critical of the place that I was choosing to live in comparison to where I came from. And I think that you can't help yourself when you've lived so long in one place and all of a sudden something completely flips to have that contrast because one, you're working it out yourself. And I think judging is. In, 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 in critiquing and creating contrast and understanding it is a way of processing the differences, one. But two, when, and this is something that's interesting because when you're living a type of lifestyle, like we moved here to live in complete fulfillment. We knew the Wi-Fi wouldn't be strong enough. We knew that things were going to be different and and we were welcoming of those changes because we needed them. Mm. And we were choosing to step into a life of massive fulfillment over um, a plethora of collecting things. And that's what we chose. But just because we're choosing that doesn't mean that we're judging everybody else in the world for not doing that. And I think that's where it... I, I almost feel like there's a part of you that maybe you're so deep in, in a life of fulfillment that you're looking at lives that you're, you're making a judgment and saying, that's not a life of fulfillment. And you're assigning that to them without knowing and saying, 
if if you only knew what this felt like, you would give that up. And I think there's a part of you that is wanting to inspire people to obviously create more fulfillment in their lives. That's what you do. But part of doing that, I don't I don't know why, is the judgment of what you think their life looks like. Yeah. I, I, so here's how I would here's how I would analogize analogize analog make this analogous to. I think that was great what you just said. And I would make this analogous to a personal trainer, right? So I think of, we have a friend, Heidi Powell. She did uh, the television show, uh, The Biggest Loser, or one of those things. It wasn't The Biggest Loser, but it was the other one. Um, and I don't know what the fuck Good pitch. Um, and she had these giant fat people, right? They oh were my like, God, Robert, you Victor, Anthony. They were fat. They, their bodies were covered in fat. They How about, fat let's people. go with morbidly obese. Uh, what, oh, fucking politically correct. Okay. Their body is... They're okay, a, okay, okay, okay. Th- hold on, hold on a second. They're a 360 degree circumference of fat and they're a person. Judgmental. They're a fat person. Judgmental. You get the idea. Sorry. Uh, nobody can be fat anymore, right? You can't be man, woman, or fat. Sorry. Um, oh boy. Yeah. We go, just, go un- down, un- we just go. unleash the judgmental. See, you see the problem I have? <laughs> okay. So these giant, what do we call them? Little people? Oh my God. Giant? Now you're going. Gi- giant. No. Large people, <laughs> round people. What do we call morbidly them? obese? More. That sounds more disgusting. But okay, morbidly. They're morbid now. But all right, it's fine. They're morbidly obese. Holy shit! And the trainer, I, I think that there is, there must be. I have never asked Heidi this, but there must be a frustration for her going. If you only knew how good you can feel to walk up a flight of stairs. If you only knew how good you don't have to sit on the toilet bowl and take a shit for three hours every fucking day because you're clogged with M&Ms, right? It's too much. You look, give me the eyes. It's too much. Okay. You get the idea. I think, I'm sorry. What, what too much? God. I think, I think that that's probably what it is analogous to. In either case, I think, I think I've made the case that I'm judgy. We're super clear now. No, you just I gave us a great example. No, I have to tell you, Live. I don't know that this is all the source of moving to Italy. I really don't. No, I it's think, not. I think that there are- I think, I think it's I, being amplified. I, th- I think that there are areas of my life now that, here, here, I think this is the honest answer. There are areas of my life that I am working on now to change radically sections of my life. I'm living in a new country. I'm writing a book. I'm starting, starting new businesses. There's lots of new things. And all of those things are things that are in the works. I'm not on the other side of those things. I'm not doing a book tour as a New York Times bestseller, right? Those things are not there yet. I'm working on them. And I think that perhaps there's an insecurity that is around not having gotten there yet. And that insecurity may make me judgier of people who have gotten there. So I don't, I think that's one slice of it. I don't think that's all of it. It's a mirror. I think it's a mirror. It's a mirror and your, your insecurity needs a protection to protect the eagle, the eagle, the eagle, <laughs> the, ego. the eagle. I gotta, I gotta protect the eagle for sure. <laughs> you gotta protect the eagle. I just, I just grabbed my crotch and I made her blush. <laughs> you gotta protect the eagle. So you gotta protect the ego. So you're creating a judginess around that to protect yourself. But so this is about the outward judginess, right? But that's not what his the first line of his sentence was. 
It was judging yourself. And so how is this? So you're, is this, would it be fair to say that the people that you are judging are probably making you feel an emotion of insecurity, lack, feeling less than or minimize, it feels like it's minimizing your achievement. And so you're going old school, sixth grade, and you're just calling them out on something to make yourself feel a little bit better. It could be. And I think, look- Because really all the judgment is about you, but you can't vocalize that because that would make you feel even worse. So you're bringing it about them. Yes. So back full circle to your original point. The- I gave you the example of the sandwich and how and how he couched it, but really the bigger issue is that I am judging myself. That's really his point. Um, but I want you know, look. Here's the thing: when it comes to coaching, when I, when you hire a coach, especially when you hire a high level coach, they're not fucking cheap, and you're spending a lot of money. And part of the magic of spending a lot of money on a coach is that you want to show up because you're like, what the fuck am I spending all this money for if I'm not going to show up and play? And so even though I knew I had a visceral reaction to it, I knew even deeper that because I had a visceral reaction to this, that there was truth here. Um, So circling back to my judgment of myself, I am absolutely judging myself and harshly. So there's two things that I want to do moving forward in this year. And I don't know exactly, again, like, I, like I've mentioned, I don't know the source of the judgment. I'm not entirely sure that that matters. But there's two things that I want to release. One is judgment of myself. And two is judgment of others. And it shows up in micro judgments. I was scanning today through uh, Instagram and I saw a post and I had a little reaction to the post. And the reaction I had is this particular guy had said something that he was no longer going to do. And then I saw the next post that he did and it was precisely what he said he was no longer going to do. And I went, well, why the fuck are you coming out saying that you're no longer doing this? And then your next post was exactly the same. And then I went to myself, why the fuck do you give a shit? <laughs> why are you so fucking judgmental of this person? And so the, what, what my coach did was he turned the lights on and I see the cockroaches running around the room right now. And once the lights are on, and you scroll Instagram and it triggers the judgment. You go, oh, I'm doing it again. I'm doing it again. So my little technique um, that I'm beginning to use when I feel it is to send them as much love and energy as I can and say to myself, um, they are on their fucking journey. Stay out of it. Let them unfold their journey in the way they want to. And maybe a year from now, that guy will say, you know, I was full of shit. I said, I'm going to make a change in, my, in how I'm showing up on social media. And I'm no longer going to be talk, talking about this topic. And then the very next day, I started talking about it again. And I am incredibly hypocritical. The point is, that's not my, I don't have a dog in that fight. It's not, it's not my life. And I need to stay the fuck out of it and allow 
people to be people and allow people to go on the journey that they're on. Whether or not I am justified in proving, well, take a look at that post, what, the, what they said, and then look at the post the very next day. It's none of my business. None of my business. And that's the lesson that I need to learn. Now, listen, as a coach, as a 55-year-old man, as somebody who, you know, who counsels people in these areas of their life, which I guess is a coach, I'm not proud of this. But also at the same time, I got to be real and I got to say, this is something that I am working through. So for the remainder of this year, I'll go back to being judgy next year, but for the remainder of (laughs) this year, 2023 will be judgment year. I am going to Build the muscle, and, and, and in fairness, what my coach put in the email as well, is that this is a muscle that he personally um, has been working on for the last three years. You know what? This is a muscle everybody needs to work well, on. Well, that's why we're talking because, about it. And, and that's the thing. So I here's what I appreciate. I appreciate your transparency and willingness to share publicly what you're sharing because every people are listening right now judging, literally listening and judging, judging, judging my judgment and judging your judgment. And if that's you going, Oh my God, I can't believe he's so judgy. Guess what? Motherfucker, you just judged right. and, the, and, and it's pot kettle. So I, it's this thing where everybody like yesterday, I, this is similar. Uh, uh, this is a similar point. I saw, I use cotton rounds. Okay. You know, those little cotton rounds, it's like a cotton ball, but it's flat. I use, like makeup. I, I, I use it to take my makeup off at night. Exactly. So I use cotton rounds. And yesterday I saw a post where someone made a cotton round that can be used 250 times. It's made of a different material. It operates the same way, but it's more environmentally friendly. It comes in a little plastic, recycled plastic container. Like they did the best they could to create a product that someone wants that's environmentally friendly, whatever. I'm reading the comments. The comments are out of control for a cotton round. It's like, why don't you just use a damn washcloth? Why? What about that plastic container? Like every comment was so judgmental. And I'm like, can you see what this person tried to do? They saw a problem for the environment. They're trying to create a solution that will mimic what someone actually wants to use. And all of you people, 853 of them who have done nothing but sit on their freaking couch and judge are sitting there in judgment behind a keyboard and just judge, 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 judge. And that's what people do. And so you are being transparent and coming out and going, I'm going to interrupt my own, one, I'm going to share it. Two, I'm going to interrupt my own pattern. And I know there's people listening to this podcast. They're sitting there in judgment of your judgment, which is the the irony of the whole thing. So our intention of putting this out today is to make you turn the lights on. And like Rob said to me, he was like, this isn't, you're not like this. You're good at this. I'm like, I'm just as bad as anyone else. Like I judge the hell out of people sometimes. No, you don't. Mm-mm. Well, no, I'm a 10, you're a five. Th- that's probably accurate because I, I'm pretty good at letting people be on their own journey, but there are certain people that get you're under so, my skin. You're too. so good at it that I can't even, I can't even raise you from a five to a 10 when I try. Oh, 
Why? So, what do you mean? Like so, when you want to bring me into your judgment hole? Yeah, when and I want to make, I want to. If I'm miserable and judgy, I want to make you miserable and judgy yeah, too. And no. you won't, you won't drag. I don't, you won't let me drag you into my judgment. I, I don't cave. like to drag. I don't like to get dragged into gossip. Um, but I, so it doesn't matter. But I'm still a five. So I still have room to work on, right? And I definitely judge myself. And, you know, comparison is the thief of joy. So what is judgment, right? You're judging other people to protect yourself from your own feeling of insecurity and lack. And that is what everybody does. I have a really good friend who gets paralyzed by her own judgment of herself and con consequently, is the most judgmental person of other people too. And I literally, to the point that I sit there and I go, I wonder what you really think about me because she's so judgmental about all kinds of areas of everybody's life. And I, when I watch her about her own life, she's paralyzed of her own life, but it makes me look and go, God, I wonder what you feel about me. And I, and I actually feel bad for her because her own judgment of herself is paralyzing to her. And so she does nothing about it, you know? So I think that the point of today, like I said, is to be transparent, which I a hundred million percent applaud you on Rob and have everybody kind of take a peek into their own, you know, lift the rug and see what runs out. And are you being judgmental? And Instagram or Facebook or whatever your social media is a perfect, perfect place to test if you're judgmental. Because if you're honest and you do the scroll, are you celebrating people? Are you judging them? Or are you looking and seeing the path that they're on and allowing it? Well, there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Judgment Day in the Murgatroyd house has fallen upon us. Cue the music. That's it, everybody. We'll see you next week. Have a great, great, great 2022. Bye-bye. All right, thanks for listening. If you love this episode and you know someone that needs some help in either stepping up their work hard game or their play hard game, it would mean the world to me if you shared this podcast with them to help me get this movement out there. So if you like what you heard, head on over to iTunes, take 30 seconds and leave me a five-star review and I will be forever grateful. So until the next episode, excuses are over. It's time to live. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com podcast. That's Indeed.com podcast. Terms and conditions apply.